Welcome back to the movie Draft House. I'm your host, Mark, joined by co-host Jeff. So what we did, man. Hey, man. What's up, Mark? Just chilling here. You got you got the munchies, man. Oh, are you? I'm gonna on stop drugs? this. This is fucking stupid. Hey, <laughs> we're we're in drug month because we've graduated from high school. Now we're on drugs. That's the natural course of things. <laughs> but before month. we get into what we watch this week, we gotta plug some music. And this month, because it's a new month, it means new music. And our music this month is brought to you by the band Arrows in Action. And Jeff, you mm. would be proud. They're a Gainesville, Florida band. Ooh. Um, uh, I hear all the they, best podcasts and bands come from there. Right. I, I've heard the same, and um, I, I hope to obtain their level one day. But they are a pop-punk band from uh, Gainesville, Florida. And we are appreciative of them allowing us to use their song over it off their latest EP. Uh, you can find all their links in the show notes. Make sure you give them a like, a follow, and a subscribe. Please, they are big Instagram users. Make sure you find them there. Jeff. Yes. What's the theme this month? The theme this month is brought to you by Lady Draft House. Ah, oh, the Lady Draft House. Kathy is Kathy, right? Kathy Draft House, yeah. Kathy Draft House. Mark's better half has selected like, the theme this month of it's like the drug three quarter three quarters better half. Yeah, probably three yeah, quarters no, better half. Yeah, right, one hundred percent. That makes that sounds like you're high on substance D. So we watched <laughs> a scanner darkly from 2006. It is a uh, movie that is directed by Richard Linklater. It's based on the novel by Philip K. Dick of the same name as Scanner Darkly. It stars Winona Ryder, Robert Downey Jr., Keanu Reeves, and uh, Woody Harrelson. Yeah. Yeah, it does. You're going to do and the IMDb synopsis? That's I, usually what you I do am here. going to do the IMDb synopsis. Uh, so IMDb says, An undercover cop in a not-too-distant future becomes involved with a dangerous new drug and begins to lose his own identity as a result. Now, you texted me, so there's no mystery to me how you feel about this film. Uh, so I'm going to let you go ahead and poop on it for a minute here. Go ahead. Okay, all right. So, I'd never seen this movie, and I remember seeing, like, advertisements for it, like, when it was out. 2006. So, you know, we're talking about almost 20 years ago. And, like, I remember going, why would they, why would anybody make a movie like this? Because it's... In, in what way? It's, well, it's, um, it's, I don't even know what the, what the, the term for the animation Rotoscope. is. Rotoscope. Rotoscope. That sounds like a bunch of bullshit. So what but, it is is it's a technique that is used actually in a lot of Disney films, where they do they shoot it in live action, and then the artists draw over it to create, you know, their animation to have a lifelike motion to it. And this I've, is a lot more. 
I don't know if you want to. Yeah, I guess it's it's going for a more realistic animation. Yeah, thing. I mean, you yeah, one hundred percent. You can tell who the actors are. I mean, like it is uh, Keanu Reeves, but in drawn form. Yeah, it is uh, uh, Woody Harrelson on on canvas, uh, if you will. But like. I remember thinking, I was like, why would anybody watch this movie? And like, I was watching, I watched a trailer for it back in the day, and I was like, I was like, yeah, this seems like trash. Like, the animation just seemed trash. And do you remember? So there was like insurance commercials or something, and I can't remember the company, but that's where I first saw this animation style. And then they made the movie, and it was like, so the guy, Richard Linklater, or some executive somewhere was like, Oh man, we gotta make a whole movie like this, and it, that's what they did. It. So I I I watched the first fifteen, ten, fifteen minutes of it, and I I texted you and I was like, "Bro, this is this is nauseating. This animation l- legitimately makes me want to turn this movie off." Okay, but how many movies have you seen that look like this? I, this is the only one. Zero. But, right. Right. So. Right. I think at the very least, it gives it a unique look. It is striking to look at if you walk by it. But after about a half an hour, you're over it. <laughs> like, I don't. Oh, I, God. I, well, like I. So my, I'm watching it in my living room. And it's like nine thirty, ten o'clock at night, and my thirteen year old walks out and she's like, "Hey, I'm going to bed," and I'm like, "Okay, hey, I love you, whatever." Wow. And she's like, she's wow. Like, I love you. Whatever. <laughs> Jeez. She's like, what are you watching? And I was like, bro, I don't even know. Um, I, I don't even know what this movie is. And she's like, why, why does this face look like that? Cause I paused it like on Keanu Reeves' face. Right. And, uh, and I was like, I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what this, and so I get it. The movie is meant to make you. So the movie's all about drugs, and the movie is meant to. And I, I, I understand from what I read about this movie is that Richard Linklater was attempting to put the audience in a state of almost confusion with the animation because that simulates your brain on drugs. Well, and I think it helps, too, because one of the, the key things in this movie is the scramble suit. And I think if everything kind of has this weird look to it, and it made the scramble suit a little more easy to implement into. So if the world kind of looks funky and uncanny, then when you have this suit that looks uncanny, it seems to fit right in. Yeah, and, and like, I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the premise I just the the animation this rotoscope is so jarring to to look at. It's hard to focus on any of the plot. It's hard to focus on any of the characters even though there, I I did enjoy certain characters and certain performances in this film. Um it's just it's hard to get behind that in an hour and a half movie. While I'm appreciative it was only an hour and a half. It's an hour and a half of of looking at this batshit crazy animation, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Like, why? Why, so, why did? And I and I found myself thinking, I was like, if if Richard Linklater had just shot this film as a regular film, 
Which he did. I, I think I think I would have enjoyed it ten times more. That's what was my question was going to be. Do you think that if a scan, if not just better, okay, because that's easy, but do you think if they shot it normally, you would have really enjoyed the film? I think like so because of, because of the performances. Yeah. Um, so the, I really enjoyed Woody Harrelson and Robert Downey Jr. in this film. Absolutely. And, and like, I mean, Keanu Reeves, every, every anything he does that's outside the action genre is trash. Um, Have I, you I don't seen understand. Knock, 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 knock. No. Okay. It's not great, Keanu, but it's worth is that a watch. A Keanu Reeves film. Yeah. No, I haven't seen it. It's worth a watch. But um, I just think, like every every movie I've seen Keanu Reeves in, that's a drama, or that like you know any maybe comedic. I mean, he's got he's got better comedic chops than I think he has drama um, flair. But like he, the man is an action. He's an action actor. I don't know why movies and directors keep casting him in things that require him to have speaking parts and Damn. non-shooting parts. Be- uh- Okay, because he's we're gonna he's, shit on Keanu Reeves. I'm like, gonna shit on Keanu Reeves in a drama performance because uh, okay. he sucks. This movie is he's so one note in this movie. Um, uh, I agree that he is not an appealing character, um, uh, at least to me. Well, and I think you know, and you could say, oh, you know, he's, you know, he's immersed in the drug, the drug, uh, the drug world, substance. And it's like, Right, no, it's like, oh no, he sucks as a as a, you know, dramatic actor. Say that. Oh. No, he does. He okay. does. Go watch any of his dramatic films, and they're, they're all knock, one knock. note. Okay, so, <laughs> are you done dragging Keanu Reeves' name through the mud? Yeah. Are you done shitting on this movie? Probably not. But go ahead. Well, it's my turn to shit on this movie. Okay, good. This bitch Thank is you. boring as hell. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and I don't think having it filmed like just normal, maybe it makes it a little easier to watch, but it does not make it better. This movie is dull and boring, and it does all the things I hate about drug movies. One of the reasons I don't want to watch... Uh, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas or any of these movies that spends a tremendous amount of time like with people tripping balls. I hate tripping scenes and I don't I they just annoy me. And maybe it's because I've never really done any sort of psycho like hallucinogenic drugs, you know, pretty much like weed and booze is about all I've ever experimented with. And so I don't have any of this relation to. Oh, that's what it's like to trip. And I don't care and I don't want to have it. And it just drives me nuts. This It's so boring. The plot feels like it goes absolutely nowhere and it starts nowhere. And right. you're really just watching little slices of life between these, you know, strung out addicts in the house. Right. It's and it. it I agree that Robert Downey Jr. is one of the most charismatic people in the world ever full, just period. And he's just crazy charismatic and he's alongside Woody Harrelson and together they're, they're fine. But even his charisma doesn't save a movie that feels so aimless in its plot. And 
none of the characters are likable, which again, if you've listened to an episode of this before, Uncut Gems or what was another movie that I even I said that about um, uh, Mean Girls. Not I don't like these characters and I don't like the movie because of that. The animation I actually was fine with because it's at least different and it's kind of striking in moments. There are a lot of moments, though, where it looks like crap. A lot of the outdoor stuff um, looks really bland. Like some of the indoor stuff is lively and colorful and detailed. And then when they go outside, it just looks like crap. Um, But again, I don't think that the animation is the biggest problem. I think it's the story, and I think I in my pet peeves against movies that spend a lot of time putting you inside the mind of someone who is a, an addict and doing it in the way that this film does it and the way that Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas does it pisses me off, and I hate it, and this is another movie that does it. I can't... There are, like, two scenes in this movie that I think you uh, people can watch, one of which... My brother showed me before I ever saw this movie and was one of the reasons I was like, oh, I should watch that was the scene where he buys the the bike. Oh, uh, yeah. And, you know, Robert Downey Jr. is like, I got a 18 speed bike. And Woody Harrelson is like, wait, you got ripped off because these gears are missing, but they don't know simple math. And he's like, we're too close to this. That was kind of funny. But that's about it. Like, I don't care about the scramble suit. I don't care about Bob Arctor, who's the main character. I don't care about this industry that's try the the cops that are trying to bust them. I don't care about his relationship with Nona Ryder. I don't care. There's a scene where Woody Har- Harrelson's kind of choking and Robert Downey Jr. is just standing there doing nothing. Yeah. I didn't care. I don't care. <laughs> if he had died in that scene, it would mean nothing to me and I would have moved on. It, it just... If I don't care about your characters, or worse, I, I if I'm meant to dislike them, that's one thing. But if they're your main character, then I s- dislike them still. I, I think I think this film, and I don't I don't know Richard Linklater from anything else. I I, I don't know. He's it's, IMDb says he's been nominated for five Oscars. Cool. What the fuck does that mean? Um, yeah, now you're talking. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Well, I mean, he's he he's gotten nominated for a handful of other things, but like, this is a movie that strikes me as, hey, we're gonna make a movie about drugs, about the effects on you know on drugs in the very near distant future. Not distant future. The very the very near, near distant future. Very near distant future. It's far away, but we're almost there. <laughs> and but we're gonna we're gonna make it in this anim, animated style that's never been done before, and we're gonna make it we're gonna we're gonna get this all star cast and I just I'm like I'm like why this movie it, this movie doesn't make any sense in this in this format. Because we don't spend enough time with the main character of Keanu Reeves to give we a fuck. We spend a lot of, of time with him. I think it's misused time. Well, no, I mean, like a lot of the time we spend with Keanu Reeves, he's with Robert Downey Jr. and uh, Woody Harrelson's character. 
Well, there's a lot of times where he's alone watching them on video or he's monologuing in his brain. We get plenty of Keanu. I but just I don't, don't think I don't it, okay, the character's so I, okay. not likable. Well, all right. So it's not a well-written character. And that, you know, so that could go back to Philip K. Dick's novel. I have never read it. So I don't give a fuck about it. But, you know, the screenplay that was writ- written by Richard Linklater um, misuses the main character of, of Keanu Reeves and the fact that, like, I think you could, if you if you transpose Here we Woody go. Harrelson or uh, Robert Downey Jr. as the main character, not I'm, I'm not saying they're actual characters they play, but I'm saying the actors, you get a 10-time more likable performance. Um, Keanu Reeves is, is, is miscast here. Um, why not a writer miscast here? It's because we I'm don't spend enough time with her. Anyway, like I don't see a lot of things that she does where I'm like, yeah, I just outside of Beetlejuice, I just I don't care. <laughs> I mean, she's. I mean, most things I watch, I've seen her in, she's fine. You know, right? It, that's kind of my feeling. It's like, well, that that's a passable job, right? But like the the these main part, and I would not even say she's a main character. She's more of a a, a bit part. So I would even yeah, like it's just slightly less even than supporting. She's on the poster, right? But she's barely in the movie, and it's and like Robert Downey Jr. is almost she he has as almost as much screen time as as Keanu in this movie. Yeah. Um. And he plays a drug addict very well, as you know. It's like he's a he's a very strung out dude, and and like his performance every time he's on the screen, I'm like, okay, let me pay attention because this is this is good. And every time Keanu's on the screen, I'm like, oh, bro, man, I'm bored yeah. as fuck. Um, and it's just like that coupled with the animation just made me like just loathe watching this movie and even if it's an hour and a half i'm just like bro in this it's fucking a long movie, hour and a half yeah i had to take several breaks like i had to be like okay that's enough of this horse shit for one day and just stop <laughs> like i and go do anything else and you even text me when you finish i need a palate cleanser right and i totally see why <laughs> because there's just like it's nasty it's and i it, it it is there is, it is I can't think of much redeemable here. I mean, you can even talk about Robert Downey's performance, but he's good. He's in everything he does. He's that good, right? So yeah, I don't think that that even drags you to it because it's not this exceptional Robert Downey Jr. performance. It's the same kind of performance he delivers in just about everything he does, which is his charismatic, uh, you know, cadence and tone. And yeah. Woody Harrelson is being Woody Harrelson in this right. movie. I don't think you're going to see anything that you're not going to see in a better movie. So go watch those instead, right? Just rewatch yeah. Iron Man and uh, Zombieland if you want Robert Downey Jr. and Woody Harrelson, respectively. But I, I uh, <sighs> yeah, no, and, but like I looked at the 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 review like the average review score for this and it's very well received and it's one of the artsy things that just i don't right it's it's pretentious like but it so this movie's weird is that it's pretentious but it doesn't necessarily beat you over the head with its pretension 
Um, like it's not as pretentious as Sils Maria. Right. I don't think. I think no, it, it I does. And I think a lot of that's Philip K. Dick because Philip K. Dick is writing about addiction from a a place of someone who understands it. Right. His own so perspective. That in and of itself is not pretentious. You know, it's to this is what it feels like. And and I, I Philip K. Dick is pretty well loved science fiction writer. I mean, Minority Report yeah. being one of his other ones that uh, and of course Blade Runner are all based on his works, but I just, I, I think that this, no, I think, I think the majority of the pretension comes from the way the movie was shot and the way the movie was made. And, and that falls on Richard Linklater. And, and, you know, the fact that he thought he was making, you know, uh, an adaptation that was, artful and uh meaningful and and while you know i'm i've never been a drug addict so i don't know but i i I don't i don't know how much of this rings you know true in its source material and i don't know like how much of this hits home from my understanding it's not super close to the original but i not read it myself like bob arctor is the main character substance d is a thing but I don't really know yeah, too so much I, about that. I don't know, like, I don't know how much of this is impactful um, other than it's just a, like, it's kind of a uh, a shock to the senses because of the way that it was made. And, and ultimately that undermines the entire, um, the entire meaning behind the movie because it's so much is made of the animation and you have to you you have to get past the animation because if you can't get past the animation you can't enjoy the film and and that was a struggle that I had I could not get past the animation until it was almost like 10 minutes left of the movie and and then I was just like and the movie's over that's like the worst part of the movie too right (laughs) like it doesn't ever get better like it just keeps sucking and then it sucks more and then, so I guess we'll get into the plot a little bit, if you can think of one. This, drugs. okay, so, <laughs> like, drugs. I don't think people understand if they've not done it themselves, how much talking about a movie you hate is just not fun. And and trying to remember going through it and, and bringing up memories of watching it is just hard. And I don't want to, but. Keanu Reeves plays Bob Arctor, who's a cop, but he's also like a undercover with all these drug addicts. But even the people he works with doesn't know who he is because he wears the stupid suit that changes colors and people faces. And that's the film. I'm done. I I, I mean, I, I I don't I don't know like the people that enjoyed this film either had to have something that resonated with them like about about the film like oh man it was fantastic because it was a a style of film that's never been done before okay cool all right um or it's i enjoyed the film because i too was a drug addict and this hit home with me and like okay cool that's that's fine you you are documented as enjoying this film. I just I, like I nine people out of 10 
I don't think would have enjoyed this film. I, no. I just, I don't think so. And, like, the people that enjoy this film, they probably threw up because the animation made them feel fucking I, I think, sick. I think you're giving too much uh, weight to the animation. And maybe that was your experience, so it's totally valid. But I don't think the animation, again, is the problem here. I think you make this with the same cast and the same bullshit, and I still hate it. I just... I, I, because the animation, I think your brain kind of turns off to after a while, and but yeah, I don't know. Mine, mine didn't. My, I was stuck on like every time the motherfucker's face would move because the animation would move. I'm like, God damn it! I don't, why is his <laughs> face fucking moving when he's not talking? Like what? It it didn't make any sense to me, and it like my brain was like focused on his face moving and like things in the background moving when he's not moving. I'm like, why? Why are the pictures on the wall swirling? And I it's just it fucking film made me mad, man. Like watching it, I I wanted to like turn it off and just go eat a bowl of cereal. It was weird. It was yeah, I've I had two. Large breaks while watching the film because I needed one. And it could, I guess you could say it's the animation style, but to me it was the moodiness of all the characters and the mopey. Sure. And like, because that's Keanu Reeves' character. He's just moping the whole movie. That's him in every fucking movie. Though. No, God, stop saying that because it's not. <laughs> that's just wrong. Like, name three films that he's not moody in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, oh, John man. Wick. Um, he's moody as all. Oh, uh, he's moody in that. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Uh, knock knock. <laughs> okay, all right. Congrats, you did it. Uh, Listen, I don't I, watch that many of his movies. I I like Keanu as a human being. Uh, as a, I think Keanu Keanu as an actor, a, give me Bill and Ted, and then I'm done. No, I, anything he's shooting a gun in, he's great. He's fine. I love him. He can be in any action film that he that requires him to kick some ass. Anything that requires him to do like drama, it's like, why did you do this? You miscast this role. Please shoot your film again with a different actor. Uh, I just, I, I don't enjoy him as a, as a dramatic performer. Uh, he's, he's actually much better as a comedic performer um, than he is like strictly these dramatic roles. Like and uh, you ever seen the movie Hardball? No, uh, the baseball movie in the like takes place in New York, uh, where he uh, coaches the the all African American like little league team. No, you ever seen the Replacements? That's another one. Yeah, no, he sucks in that too. No, he does not. <sighs> Listen. <laughs> Just yeah, and like he's, he's 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 Keanu Reeves needs to know where his bread is buttered, and I don't think he do, well maybe he he does now, but he didn't for a long time. And this is this 2006 movie was in that great period where he didn't know what kind of actor he was, and so he was trying all different types of genres. I mean, he was in some like romantic comedy films, and not even romantic comedy; they're like romantic drama. Some of his early films were like really miscast romantic leads yeah right and i do like, agree i think that he has a place that works best for him that he should stick to i agree with that 
and I, I think this this particular type of role is not for him. Um, and it's, it's exacerbated by my knowledge of other films where he is also a uh, dramatic performance and that were also not good. And I'm like, oh, bro, you mean... You probably didn't make a ton of money from this film. From this film, it, it may have been like his artistic choice, and a lot of actors do do that. So, um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I don't, I, I don't have anything else to say about this movie. Um, it's a poop sandwich. I, I apologize to you for selecting this. Uh, to myself uh, for having to had watch it. <laughs> We, I said to you after you watched, because I thought I had finished this when I seen, I, I know I'd sat down to watch it before, but I guess I didn't finish it because the second half of the movie, I don't remember. So I guess even the first time I watched my brain was like, yeah, I finished that. It was fine. But really, I just watched the first half and quit. Right. The movie is hot garbage. And if you enjoy it, that's up to any, you're allowed, you know, you're, your deal. You enjoy it. Like Mark and I, he likes Uncut Gems. I think that movie is hot garbage and it does a lot of things I don't like. And this is another movie that just does things in movies that I don't like, which is have unlikable characters and lots of tripping scenes. I and it, Unfortunately, we're in drug month and I don't think this is the last time I'm going to have to say that, uh, especially <laughs> next week, because we're watching probably the most depressing film of all time. And I can't wait. I'm so excited, Mark. You've ruined it. Wait, didn't didn't Spielberg do Schindler's List? Yes. Okay. Well, then you. It is depressing. The depressing film. I've not seen this the Requiem for a Dream, but well, I have, have seen, seen Schindler's Sch- List. Okay. Yes. All right. And um, it, it is depressing, but it actually has a message and serves a purpose. And hey, maybe Requiem, maybe Requiem, will do a better job of putting me in the shoes of someone who's addicted to drugs. Than this did because this didn't do that, and I think, I think if uh, we like as the month progresses and we get more drug films and more like we may we may circle back to a Scanner Darkly and be like, hey, that actually wasn't that fucking bad, but mm. I doubt it. Um, I I don't. Great. Yeah, I just because it does. I think more likely would be, um, wow, this is as bad as Scanner Darkly. You know, I just, I, uh, okay. The only thing I can say for it is if I have to watch this or Sils Maria, I'll watch this because at the very least, Robert Downey Jr. and Woody Harrelson are charismatic in the film where Sils Maria has no redeeming value whatsoever. So it's not the worst thing we watched this year, but it's, really bad um it's really bad and on at some point in spielberg chronologically we're going to watch a minority report which is another philip k dick book that i absolutely adore so i don't think that it's the source material that's the problem no i just think this is a bad adaptation yeah and it misses its mark and it it has there's no reason to watch this heap of garbage unless the visual style appeals to you and you want to see a full movie with it. So like I was looking at Richard Linklater's uh like filmography and he doesn't have he doesn't have much. It's uh me and Orson Welles 
was the movie he did after. Um, Which is another after- artsy thing of bull crap, I think. No, but that's got Zac Efron in it, so don't you, don't you uh, shit on my boy No, Zac I've Efron. already... You can go back and listen to our episode <laughs> on The Greatest Showman and find out the the genesis of my man crush on Zac Efron, so... Right, so, like, he is... Uh, oh, did he... Wait a minute. Wait, hold the fuck up. He directed School of Rock. That's such a better movie. <laughs> it's so much better than this. I I don't like understand. I, I had to do like a double take to make sure he didn't like write School of Rock. And yeah. Not it. But no, he directed School of Rock uh, and Before Sunset and uh, Before I've Sunrise. I've seen Orson Welles in me. Or me and Orson Welles. I've seen that. It's not a bad movie. No, it's not. I I think I've seen it. I just don't remember it. Yeah, uh, it, I I it's not bad at all. He he uh he directed Dazed and Confused. That's a drug movie. That that is a drug. Movie. Probably would have been better off us watching that. But yeah, you know. so like I mean he he's got movies that I've enjoyed. Um, I just, I don't like, maybe he was just in like trying to be in his art. Well, bag. not everybody hits the, you know, we, as I've learned from Hitchcock and Spielberg, even the greats have bad movies. Yeah. So it's, I don't think one movie makes you, you know, a bad director or anything. I no, think he's and, clearly and, capable, but this was and, just the bad, yeah, con, you know, collection of, uh, of some poor casting with a, a bad idea around the animation and a bad script, which he wrote, but you know, <laughs> he poor ch- he chose poorly. Yes. Um, all right. Uh, so, uh, do you recommend this? No, of course not. This okay. is horrible. All right. Good. Uh, I it, don't recommend it, it either. It gets one of the lowest things I can give to a movie. Okay. It's good. not as bad as Sils Maria, but boy, it's pretty damn bad. It is. Yeah. It is worse than Uncut Gems. I'll say that. Okay, good. Yeah, I just, I mean, that's kind of my scale. Like, as bad as Uncut Gems is, and as much as I hate it, there is still a lot of room for suckage below it. And (laughs) this movie found a way. But I think Sils Maria is the bottom. I don't think anyone can out-bad that other than just making the same shit longer. But... I don't know. It's pretty bad. Yeah, no, I I, um, I agree with you. I uh, this is down there with Sils Maria. Um, I just I, I don't. The tagline is "Everything is not going to be okay." That that's good foreshadowing for anyone sitting down to watch the film. Yeah, I don't know why you would sit down to watch this film, but because um, you do a podcast, yeah, and you have true. to pick a drug movie, and you're just like, hell, <laughs> that's a drug movie. Uh, so anyways um, so what are we watching next week I didn't pick this crap and I mean that this time uh, oh, Requiem oh. for a Dream a absolute like everyone I know and every time someone talks about this movie they keep it in the category of movies you won't watch twice like good movies you won't watch twice which is not what I'm looking forward to that's why I picked the movie I did for week three because we will need that palate cleanser, as you said. Um, but yeah, Requiem for a Dream. It's a Darren Aronofsky film. So. Which is just going to... I don't 
like Darren Aronofsky. And that's not... I typically don't either. It's... it's, Everything is so bleak in his films. And even, uh, like, The Wrestler with um, Mickey Mickey Rourke. Rourke. I watch that movie, and I think it's a good film, but I just don't like being depressed at the end of a film. It's... Oh, Christopher McDonald's in it. He's back from the faculty. (laughs) But yeah, we got Jared Leto, Marlon Wayans. Yeah, he's one of the main characters, Marlon Wayans. Really? Yeah. And Jennifer Connelly. Ellen Burstyn? Yeah, let's go. No, let's not go. Let's take next week off and jump (laughs) right to (laughs) Half-Baked. Where is this Uh, streaming? Uh, on Plex. I don't know what that is. That um, is... Uh, it's on Tubi. That's where I'll watch it. I like Tubi. <laughs> there's a... There's a, a... I saw a trailer for a, uh, a, a movie. It's a, it's a Tubi original. And it's about these half-shark, half-human things. Yeah. I, I didn't say Tubi was all good. No, man, but like... I was intrigued by this trailer of half shark, half humans. Uh, that Jaws I will is on Tubi. <laughs> Listen, man, Tubi's trying to find find Tubi's, their. Uh, I like Tubi. I've watched a lot of stuff on there. It's a, I think the commercials are the right length. They don't tend to make you want to choke yourself. They're not as good as I watched two movies on Peacock this week. And Peacock likes to front load all the ads up front, and then you have the rest of the movie ad free. I wish everyone would do that. But <laughs> I'd like being able to watch the the ads like up front, so you don't have to. That's what like, I'm saying. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll That's watch. What Peacock does. Yeah, I'll watch ten minutes of ads if I don't got to be bothered. Well, I won't in the middle watch of the movie. Them. You know, I'll, <laughs> I'll start the movie. I'll get up. I'll go get something to eat. Pop that popcorn. Right. You know, no, but they do uh, two minutes, and I tend to sit through those. So, um, I'm trying to look at what the name of this movie was, because if you're gonna watch some shit on Tubi, watch Van uh, Damme instead. There's lots of Van Damme on Tubi. Babadook's on Tubi. Uh, ugh, Devil's Rejects. That fucking movie. Oh boy, that's your favorite. That I your hate favorite that movie. movie. It's 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 bad. It's real bad. <laughs> the. Uh, um, but Kickboxer, which in my opinion is the best Van Damme movie, is on Tubi. All right. So you, are you ready for this? the name of this film? Okay. It's called Shark Side of the Moon. Now that is a name of for... I didn't know where it was going to go. <laughs> but when I got there, I was very happy. Bro, bro it's about shark people alien things oh and like the trailer starts out the trailer starts out with astronauts going to space all right listen dude just put the word shark in (laughs) tubi and look at what comes up so much stuff it's a it's a sharkula which is shark dracula get out of town i'm gonna I'm gonna send this to you. I'm gonna. I was gonna send it on Twitter because I don't know where else to find it. But oh, no, I got. I got your your shark movie pulled up here. Oh, okay, good. I'll bookmark um, it. I'll report back. <laughs> the, uh, but anyway, so um, no, we're gonna watch uh, Requiem for a Dream. We're watching next Shark week. Side of the Moon next week, where it's a drug dealing shark that lives in space. 
<laughs> we are not watching Requiem for a Dream. No, if we had to watch fucking a Scanner Darkly, we're going to watch. I don't want to watch dream. this. And it's not because of Jared Leto. It's, I don't, but I'll do it. Because yeah, I have I mean, to. Yeah, it's, it's that or you quit. You're not going to quit, so yeah, it's fine. You're right. It's, it's fine. I don't know what movie you'd need to pick for me to quit. I, I mean, the the Clockwork Orange was up there. Um, I'm trying to think. It'd have to be something that was like totally immoral. I don't know. I yeah, I don't. I, I can't think I, of anything. I will. I will legitimately. I think I've told you this before. I will watch anything once. Um, so if like I haven't seen it and like you tell me it's a crazy ass fucking movie, I'll watch it. And if it turns out to be some crazy ass shit and I don't ever want to watch it again, I won't ever watch it. But I'll watch it the, once. The first time. First time for everything. I'm good for it. Uh, the shark. Shark Side of the Moon. I'll watch that. Dude, I'll watch Shark Side of the Moon. I don't give a hell. I don't give a crap. <laughs> the, um, uh, but anyways, we wanna, we're going to shout out uh, our music this month, Arrows in Action. With their song "Over It," uh, they're the band from Gainesville, Florida. We appreciate them allowing us to use their music on the podcast. Uh, hit the show notes for all the links to their socials. And uh, if you want to follow Jeff on Twitter, uh, you make sure you you type in "podcast by Jeff" mm. uh, and tell them tell them how much you're enjoying him and Eric rolling through Spielberg films. Yeah, listen. I'm not going to say what movie it was, just spoiler-wise, but I watched another movie for Spielberg this week that I just was not happy about. But anyway, um, <laughs> if you want to get in touch with Mark and ask him where all the dealers are and where to get the best prices, you can do that over at I Heard You Liked on Twitter. I'm an illegitimate means guy, so I can't tell you where the best prices are because I get all my shit free. Um Wow. But but you can follow the podcast <laughs> on Twitter at Movie Draft House. Uh, make sure you uh, throw us some suggestions for themes for the month. Uh, I do have a theme suggestion. I I was thinking this. Um, okay. For the month of October, it's because they're kind of horror films, kind of not. But I don't know. Let's see. Well, let, let One, me hear two, it. What is three, it? Three, four, five. Ooh. Oh no, that's September. Is that a five? Oh no. No, uh, nope. Uh, October's a four month theme, but we're in September right now, right? We are yeah. in September. Um, <laughs> we don't we don't have another five month uh, month until December. But um, I I'm really behind the the Predator uh, oh, the Predator yes. theme for the month. Let's um, do it. Let's do it for October. Let's, okay, but we'll have to discuss together and come up with a. a how I think we, we need to them. watch the original two, pray, and then kind of work together to find a new one or another one. I would personally recommend Alien vs. Predator 1 would be how I would do it. Oh. So I would go, let's watch Predator, Predator 2, Alien vs. Predator, pray. Or we do the Adrian Brody Predators because I heard it's good and I haven't watched it before. Yeah, but you haven't seen the Shane Black Predator either. I don't want to watch that. I hear it's hot garbage. <laughs> you, it's it's watchable for the dialogue alone. Okay? No, I like don't, any I, other Shane Black. Film. Why not watch Adrian Brody fight a predator? 
Why not watch that instead? Or doesn't strike me Shark Month. <laughs> Where we pick all the worst shark films. Shark Side of the Moon. <laughs> Sharknado. Sharkula. One through eight. <laughs> no, I'm not watching those. No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I we'll we'll put it on the back burner. We'll see how we feel about that. We'll let it ruminate, marinate. All right. Okay. It is kind I, of out of our uh, usual format, but. Well, yeah, we'd have to figure out how how do we draft that? How do we? Draft? I don't think we you'd, we'd have to just because uh, I don't like I'm gonna pick Predator one. I guess we could draft <laughs> it. Like you could make me watch the shitty Shane Black one, but I'm I'm just telling you right now, I'm gonna go Predator one, and then either Prey or the Adrian Brody one. Yeah, we'll uh we'll uh we'll ruminate on it, but um, yeah, uh, any uh. Final thoughts. We've, no, we've managed to stress. This, we, we managed to stress this episode forty five minutes. So. Is so bad, and I think you could go back in any of the shorter episodes. I promise you. Well, I, I got to look at it, but I feel pretty confident in saying the shorter episodes are usually based around movies we just don't want to talk like about. Yeah. and this is another one. Yeah. So we'll catch you all next week. See ya. Uh, Goodbye. When, okay. We have to watch stupid Requiem, a movie I've deliberately avoided. Pretty much since it's come out. Like, I just don't want to watch this. You're welcome. Yeah, my rats are paper, I'm broke. Oh, my shoes are down to the soles. Yeah, my bed is still on the floor. And I'm so over it, over it. Everybody's falling in love while I'm stumbling home and still drunk. Twenty-something down on my luck. And I'm so over it. Me, feeling like my wallet and my glass up empty Oh, I'm so sorry for the venting I ain't in a rush, I'm just ready for the ending Hate to hang on my complaints Like a showcase on display For a world that wants to break me down Got my rent to pay but I'm broke All my shoes are down to the soles Yeah, my bed is still on the floor But I'm so over it, over it Everybody's falling in love while I'm stuck That I'm close at the bottom of a hill, nowhere to go but over it.